Hello, hello, listeners to the Third Way Podcast. Um, today I'm joined by, uh, I think, my first guest that's a paid subscriber. So that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Wendy Colonna. Wendy and I met um, actually only on Zoom and kind of the right at the beginning of the shutdown. And as as happens, we we just have stayed in touch and um, we're like digital friends that hopefully we'll be able to meet in person <laughs> here soon. Uh, Wendy's based here in Austin and is a founder of multiple companies and also a, an artist, a singer, songwriter, performing, active performing artist. And, um, so welcome, Wendy. Hi, Justin. <laughs> so I was listening on the, this morning, uh, to Boyd Vardy and, uh, Boyd, um, is a South African tracker. Um, he has a great podcast, uh, called Tracking Your Life and, he's not a hunter. He, tra- he does tracker tracking of lions and rhinos and things like that as a spiritual like adventure. And he was talking about the mystic and the mystic in nature in particular, but related to art. And he said, you can find mystics wherever one plus one equals three. Hmm. And I thought that was so simple and profound and such a great description of you where you have hmm. this artistic side or this this artistic expression to the world as a singer songwriter performer but you're also an entrepreneur that's bringing creativity and that creative energy and creative spirit to the business community um would that be an accurate description of how you find yourself in that kind of that one plus one equals three or what i call the third way i think (laughs) it's it's perfect yes because there's an emergent property when you overlap those two um, endeavors and really, you know, the emergent property just has to do with sort of like, I don't know, it's a participatory sort of awakening. People get to experience their own personal growth and development in their business, which sometimes people feel like it's like a um, mutually exclusive world, like their yeah. spiritual or soul world and their business world. And the truth of it is whenever you, uh, sort of infuse your infuse your world with a creativity the sky's the limit really because mm-hmm. and I you know and and vice versa like whenever I work with artists who feel like business is something that's outside of their realm I go I am just so curious about how they can bring their creativity to the business part of their craft because to me there's an emergent property whenever you you know sort of bring mm-hmm. the two together because Um, And I guess it takes a long time for some artists to come around to having worthiness and value with what they're creating. Mm -hmm. In some ways they feel like they're in a vocational position, but in other ways they feel like, uh, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, so so it's, it's tough. It's a little easier with business people in some ways, but Mm -hmm. a lot of business people don't identify as creatives until you speak to their soul. And then all of a sudden they're lit up and ready to go. Right. It's kind of fun to watch it happen from both sides. Yeah, I, um, I think that having, um, you know, you see this in the business world in particular, um, where, you know, it's a lot of still masculine tendencies, tendencies, mm. um, and, and the, the masculine, uh, energetic, um, tendency to build and create systems and structures and things. And that's good. We need that. Um, sure. however, there's aren't the often creativity is the thing that's sacrificed in the creation of those, uh, equality yeah. and creativity tend to get sacrificed when systems are made. Um, and so you, I meet these, uh, like founders and CEOs and stuff and, you know, they're successful. Um, they've built successful companies, but their soul or their creative side, they remind me of the 
guys in the gym that are super yoked in their upper body, but they have the chicken legs. And I was like, <laughs> they can't missing. actually like um, build something outside. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you, you know, gotta... use their bodies to create, you know, yes. a structure or <laughs> yes, carry a bag of flour. <laughs> exactly. Instead of doing, you know, CrossFit or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with CrossFit, but anyway, um, yes, they can carry bags of flour. Yeah, <laughs> but that idea of <laughs> yeah. Of, of that. And then I see in the, you know, in the, in the music industry and in the, especially the independent music industry in Texas is, and when I get to chance to talk to artists of any sort about the, about the business side, I say, you're, remember, you're a, you're a brand with a band. You're not a band with a brand. You got to get the, the brand comes first if you want to be successful. And you don't, you don't need to be ostentatious and, um, you know, uh, pretentious and some of those things. It's one of the reasons I dislike the band Midland because they're kind of a fake Texas band, even though they're from Texas. Uh, um, they're, they're okay, but they're not, you know, homegrown in the sense of, um, being a, a band with a, a, a brand with a band. Um, and right. I think it's fascinating to me what you're doing. And I remember this when we, some of our initial visits about what you were creating is, and this kind of leads into my next question is, what do you think happens? Well, how does the, how does an entrepreneur or founder CEO's life look different once they've had their creativity awakened? Once, once you've done your thing and you've been that alchemist of creativity, what happens to their world, to their life, their business? Oh, you know, they can see around corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I just kind of kidding, but kind of not kidding. Kind of not kidding. Um, right. I think, I think that they're, they're the illusion of the ceiling or the illusion of reach or the illusion of sort of the container that they're in can soften and they can sort of see a more expansive view of how they can impact the world. Mm. Yeah. I've experienced that too. Um, creativity, right. The creativity comes from vision. What's possible when we do yeah. this and you know how, you know, it's a we statement that my, my coach I love her so much. She, you know, she really, she, she's really helped me dial in the idea of when you, when you move from a vision, you're every, everyone is invited just by the fact of you speaking the future that you want to create together. I know that um, Seth um, Godin also speaks about that in some mm-hmm. ways, but I sincerely believe that that's where the creativity comes, comes in as sort of a, a spiritual force that, that brings them to a, a greater consciousness that helps them see that it's not just the, uh, the exact measurables, although the measurables are valuable, like you were saying earlier, right. it's the measurables that are in the future that they, you know, that they're visioning that are truly where the magic mm-hmm. is. And, right. uh, and I think that also keeps you connected on the daily right? to how you interact with your team and how you interact with um, the work right in front of you, because if you can stay focused on that vision and that creative place of what is possible, and that's all yeah. sort of the brain, the brain hippocampus area, you know, it's yeah, all right. that, mm-hmm. like what's possible. And then you approach problem solving from that. When you hit yeah. a wall, you go, okay, well, what's, so to me, when you integrate a creative vision-based um, approach to things, you, you're flexible, mm-hmm. you, you can see around corners, literally. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that I think that's a great a great example. Um, my my partner Virginia is a um as a is a coach and coaches um, primarily Latina mm. activists, um, but is launching a new offering called the Evolved Mind, and it's based off this idea that the um, 
the greatest achievement is to master your own mind. And one of the things that she talks about is that one of the traits of mastering your mind is that you can see things that other people don't. And that's a, what a, what a huge, like superpower um, that is. And I think also to your point though, um, in business, you know, very system oriented, somewhat, um, uh, like I said, masculine designed, a lot of business structure is. And Mm -hmm. what I see creativity doing is creativity is an integrator, you know, systems Mm. separate, they create division, you know, they have role, there's hierarchies and roles and things like that. Creativity when it's done right, when it's done without a, you know, an inflated ego, creativity integrates in t- inside of you and then within your team. Yeah, creativity is the great equalizer. Right. You, as a musician, my experience of that is playing to audiences who otherwise, and this is why, one of the reasons why I founded Lyriculture, because I felt like music has a way mm-hmm. and the creative um, sort of aspect of music and the neurological and biological aspect of music. I mean, like it's all kind of being proven um, how it works with memory and emotion, but it has mm-hmm. a way of like, like integrating and it being inclusive mm-hmm. in a way that is radical, mm-hmm. like Jesus radical, like crazy radical, yes, right. like, <laughs> yes. like people's hearts are touched and their bodies are melty and their minds are so yeah. softened. And all of a sudden they're singing together when they otherwise would never mm-hmm. even look each other in the yeah. eye because they have such such a perception that they believe so differently mm-hmm. and like the walls and the structure and that masculine, like I'm going to, I'm going to resist and you're going to resist and we're going to disagree. And then music just is the great dissolver. It's the great, mm-hmm. oh, it's just, it, it's an, it's an alchemical process. Yeah, and so right. like when you bring creativity and music and other activities like that, you soften all these yeah. perceived boundaries not that the structures aren't valuable but they're valuable as a tool it's like the mind yeah, right. versus the soul right the mind is is, a, is not a great master <laughs> well right. neither are the structures that we're creating they're not good masters the the soul the heart the 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 place from which our sort of spark comes is a much better master than yeah. that than that structural thing yes. that mind right. thing that container oriented way of thinking you're right. It just that's why automatically excludes. Right. It does. Yeah. And it creates a false sense of separation. And again, it's totally. not, we're saying, I'm not saying that we got to get rid of all systems and structure because anarchy doesn't work either. As Jocko Willink says, discipline equals freedom. <laughs> you know, the you need that. Um, but it's this harmonious, this balance. And I think we're entering this era and we've probably been entering it for a few years, but COVID has really brought it forward. And, and that is this integration of the masculine and the feminine, getting the best of both. And then that's, I mean, that's yin and yang. That's what that whole symbol is. And the whole Visica Pisces, the, the ancient mm. Christian symbol, um, is all about integration or blending of the masculine and the feminine. And I think what's interesting about that to me is that, um, when you, when you bring creativity to business, you, un- you then have to be humble. And what mm-hmm. I point out, 50% of business at a minimum, 50% of business is completely fucking unknown. You know, you don't know how the market's <laughs> going to respond. You have, you don't know that it com- when a new competitor comes along and it humbles you into understanding that all I can do is get in this place of alignment between, you know, yes. source, creative source and grounded in the earth. And I can go out and I can, cr- I can always create, I can always have creative energy. I yeah. can do that. And no matter the situation, that- I, I could have creative energy in any situation no matter how shitty. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
that's that's the thing that we have control over. I think when I work with right. clients, I'm like, let's get to the place where you can really identify what it is that you can do yes. <laughs> right now and what you not just can do, but how you can show up. Yes. And right. um, and not just an action, but but also mm-hmm. a way of, of of seeing. And you're right, it is about like getting back into that creative space, yeah, getting back right. into realigning, realigning, right. realigning. And like my goodness, in our lifetimes, if we can really see the impact of of this integration wow what yeah. what a story what a story we could tell about being yeah, right. just small participants in it to be a part of it i right. i am i have no like i am not like a down with the patriarchy sort of woman i'm like a let's get partnership yeah. <laughs> like let's That's work right. this out let's um let's figure out how we can like really take the polarities and make yes. it swirl together like yeah like a hula hoop, you know, yeah. where you're using both sides and, and it's creating this, this up, this yeah. lifting up motion because you're, you're volleying that energy from the feminine to the masculine yeah, and, right. and both are informing the other. And what it, well, I guess that's Kundalini energy. I mean, that's a back to the yogic, you know, if you want to get old school about it, um, which is yeah. part of my background, you're, you're really thinking about like really upping the energy and the vibration. And I know that sounds like totally woo, but it's not it's, so it's it's not i mean it's mm-hmm. it's physical like i love that there's so much science that's coming coming forth like so many studies that are just kind of saying yes and yes mm-hmm. and yeah yes and right. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah quantum physics is catching up with uh ancient indigenous uh, uh wisdom that's the yeah. that's the thing that's happening when I, I went I, to yoga teacher training 20 years ago there wasn't a lot of science to back up the value of the practices and mm-hmm. uh it's been a been a, in my lifetime. I've watched, you know, the Western skeptic, uh, you know, adapt uh, these practices as a as a as a like a as a, a yeah. proving yes thing. And I'm like, yes, yes, let's go. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap here, I have a couple of questions for you from the artistic standpoint because you are an active performing artist. Um, what was so far in your career or your, your journey as an artist, what was your big stage moment? What was the thing where you're like, that was the, that was like your Super Bowl moment? Wow. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, you know what it is, Justin? It's that, um, sometimes it's awesome to look out at a big, a big crowd of people. And, um, and, you know, feel the vibe and, and just be like, yeah, we're doing it. And, and I've had those moments. And then there's other times when it's a small group of people who are really so intimately connected to it that it just feels like transformative in the whole room. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like a matter of scale of human beings in the space to me my big moments are when I get emails from people who go, your songs got me through mm-hmm. the passing of my mother or the divorce I just went through. Are your right. songs are the soundtrack of our love affair that has led us to create this baby and, and an impossible, yeah. uh, the sound probably one of my biggest moments was my friend Sean, who had an impossible sort of pregnancy at 40, who had had uh, multiple female cancers and, a miracle pregnancy and she carried that child and sang a song of mine to him every day in her womb. And to me, like those intimate yeah. transformative experiences are 
the ones that keep me going more than the high of a big, great show. And I know that that might be weird. No, I don't think it's weird. I think that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's weird. I think it's beautiful. And I think it's great self-awareness on your part and that you are a sacred oracle or container for these things. Um, And I think when artists lose Mm -hmm. that, when they think it's about them, look what I did. I think you, you, you cut off from that, <laughs> that feeling. Oh, gosh. Um, so last question yeah. is, who is currently inspiring you? But as an artist, a founder, a thinker, any any of the aspects of where you're just drawing inspiration from someone? And it can be, it doesn't have to be famous. It could be, you know, your, your partner. It could be your child. It could be, it doesn't matter. Well, it does help to have a little person and a team show up uh i have to keep showing up <laughs> mm-hmm. you know in my all my humanity but also like i have to keep showing up and, and and giving them uh you know giving them grace giving myself grace and and just you know trying every day to and you know my mother i, I live with my mother uh my uh, stepdaughter my husband and my four-year-old so it's a pretty interesting uh mm-hmm. situation i really i really love the accountability of of that i spent 20 plus years on the road by myself mm-hmm. So living um, with the family has been amazing. I am constantly, I, you know, this morning I was thinking about um, my, you know, some of the, some of the writers who I've, you know, just constantly circled back to. Like I was thinking about uh, Don Miguel Ruiz's Mastery of Love uh, mm-hmm. this morning in Great bed book. and just thinking about, um, you know, that, but, you know, in, in other ways, um, I, I, I really, uh, one of the, one of the things that kind of propels me forward with creativity and business, uh, a book that really lit me up was a kind of older book, but creativity Inc by Ed Catmull. Um, it's the story of Pixar and it's about company culture and it's about creativity and it's about integrity and it's about leading from a place of being a visionary. And it's, it's a book that really gave, I think it's pushed me through some, some just, you know, you keep going, keep going, keep going, like keep, right. you know, stay at it. And um, I don't know. It's uh, Great. I will put a yeah. link to that in the show notes and yeah. All right. We're at our 20 minutes. That was fun. All Thank right. you. Thanks All Justin. Right.